This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On this episode of Bantam Milk Podcast, we dig deep into the caves and the mines of Mandalore. Literally. Very complicated. Yes, Very complicated. it is, especially um, when you're going spelunking. Spelunking. Yeah, I like that. I like that they pulled the spelunking <laughs> card on us this week. Uh, yeah. How are you, Robert? I am wonderful. How are you, Nicholas? Uh, don't. How dare you? Well, you how, said Robert. Yeah, I know that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm drinking coffee. I'm double fisting coffee, and eventually, and eventually that rum over some there. rum as well. Um, but I'm doing well, and we are here for another episode of that. Yes. Bantam Milk Podcast. You can't see me if you're listening on, nope. uh, on Spotify <laughs> or, see what or any of your podcasts. It's funny that, like, you know, we're, we're sitting here recording this. We spend so much time setting up the live stream to record a podcast. Yes. That 96% of our three viewers, prob- listeners, probably listen to on, like, Apple right. Music. Apple Music in um, the car, and but, they can't you know, see any of our funny antics that we that's do. That's okay. They should tell their friends about us, though. <laughs> they should. Anyway, I was uh, dancing. I, yeah, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. You, you seem limber. So did you just get off of Biggest Loser. I did. No. Oh God, no. We, no? It hasn't even started yet. Oh, okay, yeah. we just got off ours at our school. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you partake? No, I did not. Okay. No, that would have gone very poorly for me. <laughs> <laughs> that would not have gone well. No. I would have been the biggest loser with an L, not but the B biggest. So, oh dear, stop that. Okay. Um, I wanted to talking about dancing. Uh, ha <laughs> ha. So uh, let's let's do this other stuff first. Hit us with all the social meds and yeah, all that good stuff. We're and on we'll... social meds. We're there. We're there. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook uh, and also on the Instagram. We are there at Bantha Milk Podcast. You can find us at our Facebook group, Sacred Jedi Text. That's Facebook.com slash groups slash Sacred Jedi Text. You can also go to our website at Bantha Milk Podcast. Dot com. Send us an email at panthamilkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if, you, uh, if, if they paid their bills this month, you can likely catch us on Twitter uh, at banthamilk, right? Twitter.com yes. slash banthamilk. Uh, we do not have a blue check mark because we don't have enough money. Right. Um, but nor we, do we care since nor, there's like 12 nor, people left. Nor does Elon Musk have enough money, I think, at this point. No. To have a, a, I think they removed his blue check. And um, on top of that, poor, poor Elon Musk, uh, Tesla stock is, keeps going down and down and down. Well, so the, he's, well, maybe his steering wheels could stop popping off. <laughs> I think maybe I think maybe that would help things. That might help a little bit, yes. Oh, Elon Musk is insane. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's about We're it. We're also on TikTok. Oh, yeah. You, do we have anything up there yet? At Bantha Milk Podcast. So, funny story. Oh, Sit excited. back and relax and listen to this one. I'm going to pour myself some Bantha Milk. You, you yes, while well, we do that, I have a beer, New England uh, Brewing Company, Super Not, because... Uh, it's what's left in my refrigerator. Love it. The and Bantha Milk Classic, what's Bantha left milk, in the yes. fridge. And then while well, Nick pours his rum. I've got rum. This was actually rum gifted to me by a friend of the show, Brian. Brian, uh, very nice. Quite a while ago for my housewarming. So thank there you, Brian, you for providing me with the libations this evening. All right. So while we pour and drink and think about things, um, my daughter uh, made me do some TikTok dance with her. 
Oh. And she grabbed my phone instead of hers, oh. and then uh, we did it, and it was stupid, and I did it on purpose. And why not? Why not? Because that's what Listen, that's I'm a what dad good now, dads and so do. Now I understand that yes. you do what you need to do to make the daughter smile. Yeah, she it. did the dance the right way, and I did some crazy things. I did a couple of. Do you know who Degeneration X is from WWE wrestling? I, I, I did a couple of Degeneration familiar, X yes. chops in there See, as well. DX generation wwf was when i started watching okay WWF. yes I, that was my prime era yes yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. i was older but that was also my well i take that back i watched all the way through from hulk hogan all the way through through dx my friend and i uh brad uh were huge we were huge dx fans and we okay. went to uh a lot of the every event that came to philadelphia we were going there wrestlemania yeah. i don't know what year it was but well well when uh degeneration x was like a big thing. I was certainly too young to be watching it. Right. Um, but you were. But I, yeah. I mean, that was around <laughs> when I started what was like okay. when they were really, really big. But yeah, yeah, it was one of those things I was like, hey, hey, hey suck it. That's funny. <laughs> That's right. Suck it. <laughs> um, so she uh, did this video and then, and then I go, I'm going to post it. And she goes, you're going to post that? I go, I don't care. Why not? So we posted. Oh, so it's not even like she posted it. No, I did you it. You decided I totally I'm did doing it. this. Yeah, yeah, I totally did it. And uh, somehow it showed up in every student in the school district that we teach in, in every one of their, they call it their For You page, your like landing page yeah. when you first go to TikTok. It was on all their For You pages. Now, we recorded it Thursday, maybe. How many views you got? So on Friday, one kid came up to me and goes, your video was in my For You page. I go, okay, whatever. By Monday, it had 3,000 views. So are they at least subscribing to the freaking channel? So there's now we now have 125 followers. No way. That's like on our Bantam Milk podcast. That's like our, our highest. Oh god. Yeah. I might need to start posting on there. So. Yeah, and it has 235 likes. Uh, we're only following 32 people. I didn't even know we were doing that, but we're we have 125 followers, and the one video is now up to 4,508. Nick is now watching it. Look at you. There's there like, you go. There's like a gazillion comments, shares. Every kid has come up to me in the middle wow. school and has like, I saw your TikTok. And I go, it wasn't me. And they go, no, I saw your TikTok. And I go, don't tell anybody. I want anybody else to know about it. And then oh, every wow. other kid around them goes, I saw it too. I saw it too. So if you want to go viral in a very small town, put up some kind of dumb video. And I don't even know how it showed up on everybody's uh, For You page, but it did in, in, in our little town. And uh, it was pretty funny. Interesting. All right. Well, you know. So maybe when we're done this, we should uh, do our own TikTok. We'll put helmets on and stuff and whatever and try and dance along to a song. Yeah, there certainly couldn't be anything happens. The students wouldn't take that and run with it. No, no, no not at all. Um, kids were telling me that it was on their Snapchat. So kids were downloading it from uh, TikTok and then sharing it on their Snapchats as well. So whatever. Okay. So there you go. So how to be an instant celebrity in a small town is to put a, a very embarrassing video of yourself doing dumb things and then people will love it. But you the know what? The more you know. The more you know. Which ding, is funny because there's a video of me uh, out there from like right after COVID uh, doing, uh, what is that stupid dance? The Renegade. Okay. Because my students were each day teaching me one different move. Oh, okay. And then we were sent away for COVID. And so then I, they never <laughs> so got to finish end. teaching me. And so I had to finish myself. And I videoed myself doing it. And I posted it to our Google Classroom. And not a single freaking kid responded. Of no one even not. mentioned oh. it until like here I am now finally teaching at the high school. Um, and like 90% of the student population has it as a file on their phone. Of course, they all have it. But it. not one of them has said anything to you about it. Yeah, I love it. Stuff. 
Um, you so got all those that. papers over there. I have a lot you? of papers. This is for the trivia questions. That oh, are that's the right. The lame trivia questions. You got, you got plans. I have plans. So uh, Freestyle Watches, don't forget, check out the link in the show notes and on our website. Uh, if you click on our website, banthamilkpodcast.com, um, you can click on the link for Freestyle Watches. You can get 10% off watches or watch bands for Apple Watches. Now that Nick got an iPad, maybe he'll get an Apple Watch next. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Can you imagine the restrictions that would be on that thing? <laughs> All right, so uh, a couple of dumb trivia questions for you because the person that wrote this is very vague in their in their trivia questions, and I don't it. care, so whatever. So let's see. Um, I have no idea. Until she fashioned one of her own, Ray used a lightsaber that was originally made by whom? Who was Ray's original lightsaber? Anakin. Lock? Anakin. Anakin is... Ding, 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 correct. Oh, Anakin girl. slash Darth Vader. So, yes, it was yeah, Anakin. Until him, her and Kylo decided just to break the thing. Yes. And, and then, then they, magically reforge it, I guess. And then somehow they just put without, itself back together. Without any explanation, just off screen. Oh, by the way, this is fixed again. Oh, by the way, fixed. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, what does it mean if, <laughs> if you have a high midi chlorine count in your blood? Um, I think. <laughs> now, don't get. Don't quote me on this. <laughs> Um, but I think it might mean that you have moderate to mild um, <laughs> plaxoriasis. <laughs> yes, uh, um, and you need to get your li- your diabetes testing supplies from yes. Liberty Mutual. I uh, I have mild to to what is it? Mild to severe? Mild to what does it say? Mild to moderate. Mild to moderate. Yeah. Who walks around and says that? By the way, I have mild to moderate plaxoriasis. Uh, apparently, the general public says the general the public must. Uh, yes. Uh, it means that George Lucas shouldn't be able to write movies anymore. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. The incorrect answer was you are strong with the force, but the correct answer is that was lame, and yeah. George Lucas really made people angry with that we one. We got little force germs all around us. <laughs> They're making us lift balls in the air. They're amazing. You're going to love them. Uh, who tracks the Millennium Falcon and alerts the Empire that Han and Leia are at Cloud City? Oh, well, that's... Well, that's Lando. Well, no. La- well, Boba tracks. I guess yeah, Boba because Boba, Boba is, tracks, yes. but then like Lando, yeah. So Boba because Boba, yeah, uh-huh. Boba. Boba Fett pre neuter. Boba Fett pre neuter. Pre neuter before they neutered him. Yes. Before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Before they made him not awesome, which is interesting because they like brought him up like very like in a very offhanded way. I'm like, oh, I get it. Oh. I, I guess that's all happening right now too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it yeah. almost Boba's made me remember somewhere. that that happened. Oh yeah, Boba. Oh, yeah. Remember that show that only half of the people really watched? I'm going to try and make myself watch it again, I think. It's going to be hard, but I need to try and watch it again. Yeah. And maybe this time, like, knowing what I'm in for, I'll be be not being as hyped as I was. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I think maybe if you watch it again, knowing that it's not good, kind of like if you watch, like, episodes one, two, and three of the movies, knowing that they're not good, you might be okay with it. Yeah. Um, I can still watch episodes one, two, and three. Uh, Episode... Two is kind of the challenge for, and me. it's long. Yeah. That's the other problem with it is it's it's either three or almost three hours long on top. Of I it. get very bored during the uh, the droid factory, like the factory scene where like you know they you know Padme is like dropping into a giant oh the, the, the bowl giant kettle, and then yeah. she's just kind of. <laughs> thrown out and I, I think it's just silly and ridiculous when they're in their fighting pit how she gets mauled by a saber-toothed tiger who just so happens to rip her into a crop top and yeah <laughs> it just like, perfectly rips her shirt oh no don't see my abs <laughs> give me a break it's anyway. my navel you can't see that <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, uh, Boba. Boba. That is the correct answer. Boba is <laughs> the correct answer. We Ten minutes that. ago, that is the correct answer. Yes. Um, the other shows on the network, you got PP, SVT, Us, BM, and the SR. So, um, you really startled me there with you got PP. Yes. I was, what, wait, what did I miss? So I was listening to PP today. And, as uh, one does. As one does. And they were uh, breaking down Iron Man 2. And it was very funny because they were talking about BMs and PPs. And the, one of their guests was on and he said, so can you have a BM without a PP or just PP without BM? And he was like, well, you could probably have both. So whatever. So yeah. So PP Puny Pod. Yeah, that's the what name. were you thinking of? Holy cow! Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce, Br- yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Pier- <laughs> he changed his last name. Brosnan. Yeah. Uh, scraping the vault. We are, of course, Bantha Milk, which is where the BM comes from. I don't know what you were thinking of. And the Supreme Resort. All the other shows here on the Ears Up Network. Check all of them out as well. Uh, we have a commercial. When we go to our commercial, there's a promo from. Asher, who is Jason's uh, nephew, Asher, uh, he is trying to start an uprising and a revolt against Uncle Jason. So we can we can facilitate that. Yes. I think. So we have we have a nice we have the firepower. Yeah. To um, add to this. Asher hangs out with Dan from the Supreme Resort and scraping the vault a lot. So Dan sent us this thing. It's fun. It's very good. He did a great job. The downfall is it's like three minutes long. So, but it's fun. Enjoy all three minutes of it. I did, and it makes Asher makes me laugh every single time. I would listen to an entire podcast just of Asher because he is that funny and that witty. I got to tell you, man. Over thirty-five years, if there's one thing I've learned really well is to get my very best out of three minutes when I get it. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. Because, anyway, yes. <laughs> Anywho, so <laughs> let's. Uh, on that note, let's hit some Star Wars news, shall we? Let's. All right, my first article. When does The Mandalorian take place? Star Wars creator reveals the timeline. John Favreau clarified that The Mandalorian Season 3 occurs within the Star Wars timeline. Given the time jump between Disney Plus series, Mando and Grogu's episode, The Book of Boba Fett, just when Season 3 takes place, is unclear. Given the nature of Star Wars, where a story falls within the timeline is more likely an event. So he says that it takes place, Season 1 uh, took place around 9 ABY. After the Battle of Yavin. After the Battle, yes. So five years after Return of the Jedi. When asked whether the show's third season took place in subsequent years, easy for you to say, John Favreau said, I don't think we're quite to 10 ABY. However, TV Line also, this is an article that we got from, uh, reports that Mandalorian's first and second season spanned many years, and Grogu was with Luke Skywalker for two, for two years. Yeah, I had heard that. I had heard two years of training, which today's... Yesterday's, I guess, uh, episode. I mean, we saw, I guess, a little bit of that. How he was able to kind of yes know, survive was, on his own and stuff, yeah. and get back to where he needed to. But you know, two years of training with the best Jedi ever. You would think maybe yeah a little further along might be a little you're, further. You're along. in your sixties, man. Maybe if by now you haven't gotten it, might be time to might pick be. another profession. <laughs> well, on that note, then he backtracked a little bit. All right. <laughs> Since then, the writer and producer attempted to clarify his claims by saying Grogu was with Luke for, quote, zero to two years. <laughs> I don't know if I said many years. It's probably about the real time that we've experienced it. 
So it was the end of season two when they said goodbye. We checked in in the book of Boba Fett about a year ago when they parted company again. And then he rejoined the Mandalorian. So now I think somewhere in there, more than one and less than, you know, somewhere between zero and two years. Very descriptive. Thank you for even <laughs> thank you for even offering anything. Really helped. So in other words, we have no idea. It could be two years. It could be why, zero why years. Why say anything? Why say anything? Uh, here's another article. Well, tell me what you think of this. Mandalorian season three premiere secretly sets up Cobb Vanth's return. This could be in the category of news that isn't news, sure, or sure. I don't want to spread rumors, but all right. So he says uh, it could be Cobb Vanth because they had the whole dis discussion with uh, Rocky Balboa with Carl Weathers mm -hmm. about needing a marshal in his town. Sure. Since uh, Cara Dune is off gallivanting as yeah, a she, secret agent. she's living agent. her best life she out is. there. She mm -hmm. got a great job. Don't worry about her. She's Don't worry about doing, her. She's doing just fine. She's doing just fine. Um, there so was no Cara Dune. There, <laughs> she does not exist. <laughs> um, so so this, this article person thinks that maybe Cobb Vanth could return as could the marshal. I would like fun. that. I wouldn't mind that. I like Cobb Vanth very much as, yes. a, as a character, and I like Timothy Oliphant because he's a handsome man. He is a very handsome um, man. And also very good at what he does. You know. Yeah, and his hair doesn't move when he's on the speeder. It's I mean, very impressive. Well, when... Oh, that's the speeder. I thought I was thinking we were going on scooters here. Uh, I did notice in the Boonty Eve classic, number one, we're not raising pod, pods anymore, but number two, they do have the ability to drive faster than a scooter. So that's Yeah, nice. and they were almost wiping out. They yeah, were we had so some, fast. We had, we had some uh, dri Tokyo Drift action yes, going on. Yes, it yeah. was. A little uh, Fast and the Furious was that's happening right. there during that scene. That's right. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. So if that is just a theory, then uh, Filoni, get on that. Make it happen. Yeah. Uh, See, you know, the only problem is he doesn't have any Mando armor, but as we found out, in both the first and second episodes, there's just random Mando armor laying around. You could just there's find helmets, it. helmets on the floor. There's armor in piles. Yeah, so, so like from little, Cobb can find some stuff. Cobb can find something, and if not, there's also stormtrooper armor laying around. He could paint it black. He could paint it orange. He could do whatever he wants. And we paint it black. Sorry, I am like <laughs> you are on roll tonight. I am. I'm tired. Uh, article number three: Dave Filoni teases when Baby Yoda. Otherwise known as Grogu. Grogu, or what we call Norman. him, Norman and Kyle. Or, or did you see? Yudel. Did you see the a oh, Did you see my Instagram post by the way, where I made a little picture of Kyle and and Norman? No, I was just worried being haunted by your "It's a Small World" post. <laughs> I, I like. It, I opened it up late at night, like when I woke up, and I said, "What is this? This devil staring at me in the why middle of the night? Why is this? Why is this scary, scary, scary doll? Scary doll staring at me? Yeah, that was from the uh, Disney 100 exhibit. Yeah, right now in Philadelphia, wow. which we went to, it was pretty cool. I just made a cute little little picture. Oh, I there. love that, Kyle and Norman. With we should make little... some stickers of those. Yes, uh, Kyle you... and Norman, Kyle best and friends Norman. forever. <laughs> I was hoping. I, I was going to do the Bosom Buddies uh, yeah. logo, but it's just like yellow words that just say Bosom Buddies. Yeah. It wasn't as exciting. I was hoping for like some real clever uh, font and stuff like can, that. Can we make like a Turner and Hooch sort of a Yes, deal? that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, so uh, Dave Filoni teases when Grogu might start talking in The Mandalorian. Well, he started babbling today. He right? did start babbling. Even, even in the, uh, the closed captioning, which I always have on when I watch mm -hmm. anything anymore. Um, it said Grogu babbles. Yes. So, you know. So, uh, <laughs> I wanted to elaborate on this. What do you think? Do you think he will talk this this season? What will his first words be? I think he will. 
I think Pagan, his first word is going to be. Pagan was convinced that like the first babble that we heard when they like were looking to go into the cave together okay. was. I have a bad feeling about this, <laughs> um, which I, I would like to. That would be that's amazing. My now, that's my head cannon now. Is that, that's yes. What, that's what Gurgi was saying. Uh, I would assume that his first words would be Kyle. Um, Kyle. Yes, I agree. Kyle. I think it should be Kyle. Kyle. Uh, or he'd like scream it in the air like like Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Kyle. Um, <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we could see a word because he like. He's definitely already saying way yeah, more than he's starting to weigh babble more than seasons. before. Um, so I'm hoping maybe I would love for uh, to be dad and he pulls the helmet off and gives him a big hug around his head. Aww. Oh, no. daddy. Cause, yeah, because they have been like Bo-Katan was specifically saying your dad. Yeah. Today. And then, so, yeah. 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 So it'll be pretty interesting. I think his first word is going to be frog and then he's going to grab one and then eat it. I think his first words might be peace is a lie. There is only power through power. I gain strength through strength. Sorry, that's the Sith code. Anyway, go Sith on. Code. Yeah, that would be amazing if he started first. And then all of a sudden his Sith eyes code. turn red and lightning uh-huh. starts happening. Oh Light- my God. And he starts floating and lightning is, is propelling him up in the sky. Out pops. Somehow Sidious returned. Or Palpatine, I'm sorry. Palpatine returned uh, again. Again. For the 15th time. <laughs> You're like, no, go away. <laughs> Um, did you, have you typed in Grogu into Google search? I have, I did. I don't know if it was you who I saw that on someone on Facebook, like posted about it. So I did. Yeah. It might've been you, but yeah, he just starts tearing stuff down. He starts tearing everything down. Yeah. Just keep. So for those of you at home, if you haven't done it yet, just type in Grogu in the Google search bar. You have to do it in Google. It won't work in Bing. It won't work in Bing. um, Alta Vista, Alta Vista, uh, Ask Jeeves, yeah, uh, AOL search. Don't put in the AOL keyword. Yes, uh, <laughs> Grogu. Grogu. Yeah, but he'll show up on your on your uh, Google search on your Google search screen uh, with a whole bunch of different things all about Grogu. And every time you tap on Grogu, he pulls another section down to the ground. He sure does. So you can keep doing it as numerous times as you want to, and he just keeps tearing things down. Like actual children. Like actual children. Speaking of tearing things down, Disney World's struggling $5,000 a night Star Wars hotel cuts fall dates for midweek voyages. Who would have thought? That who would have thought? People so, wouldn't be able to go and afford that. Apparently, they're not getting as many people who want to spend $5,000 for two nights as they thought. They're cutting it down. There was between three and four departures a week are now cutting it down to just two on the weekends, Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday into Monday are going to be the only two departure dates now. And, and we could only, like, our schedule only let us go during the week. That's a bummer. I know, it's a bummer. Ugh. Yeah, and and I finally saved up $5,000 to go, too. Really? Yeah, were no, you, not really. I was going to say, were you, you going to bring me or your family? Because <laughs> I know the answer that it should be, and if it's not, I'm leaving. So I was actually talking to Trey because... Trey likes Star Wars, and Cameron likes it too, but Trey gets embarrassed easily, and he's probably embarrassed if 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 he if any of his friends were actually listening to this, they would be embarrassed. He would be embarrassed about this as well. He's a teenager. It's he's allowed. A, yeah. I was like, if you were to go, if you and I were to go, would you cosplay it out? Would, would you, you do, do it thing? full yeah. in, or would you just like be standing in the corner and not wanting to talk to like in your flip flops? Yeah. Like- yeah, like on your phone the whole time. Yeah. Like, so he said, was he honest with you? He said that he would go all in if, all right. if he was there. So I was like, okay, because would Cameron? I don't know, and I know Sherry would not go. She would be like, save the money. I don't yeah. even want to go. 
I'll sit in a hotel by myself for two days while you guys go do this. Yeah. I think Cameron would, if we were doing it, I don't know if she would play dress up. She probably would get into it by the second day, start playing dress up. But by that point in time, like it's over. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's no, all you get. <laughs> that's all you get. You don't get the, can we do it again? No, nope. no, not You're again. Done. Um, 5,000, please. Yes. And next weekend. And next weekend. <laughs> you have to, we don't do any departures during the week. No anymore. departures during the week. I would like to do it. I know there as, was... As soon as the, uh, you know, years up, people send up. You right. Know, I think they told us sometime soon they were going to send out They were going to send us some money to go, yeah, to go do it. Two, two Star Wars Land gift certificates. Yes, good please. For, good for two Star Wars Lands, please. Star Wars Lands. We want to go to the Star Wars Lands Hotel, please. Um, I heard this news on PunyPod, by the way, so... I uh, didn't even see it myself, but he did. John Favreau, creator of Star Wars. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Right. Something like that. And also creator of Marvel World. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure he was uh he was in an episode of uh Seinfeld as a he, clown. Oh, and he was in Friends also. He was in Friends. He was in and Friends. He was the ultimate fighting champion. <laughs> he was. He was the boyfriend and ultimate fighting champion. <laughs> That's right. It's funny what you can be when you're an actor. Yeah. Cause whatever John, you want to be. Whatever you want to be. I'm going to be an ultimate fighting champion. You sure are. So he got his Walk of Fame star on Hollywood Boulevard. All right. Very exciting Good news for him. For him. Yes. Uh, have you been to Hollywood Boulevard? Have. So we went. The one time we went to California. And I literally, we spent a half an hour too long walking up and down the Hollywood Boulevard. And we were there for half an hour. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I'm like, okay, here's all these stars with people's names on it. Cool. Cool. The the person whose name this was once sat here for a photo op. Yeah. Cool. Cool. They're not here right now. Yeah. I can't shake their hand. Yep. I can't tell them how awesome they are. Yep. I just see, oh, that's their handprint and that's their star. Hey, Burt Reynolds was once here. Cool. Burt, cool. Okay. So, yeah, so I don't see the uh, the, the thrill in it either. I, I've been to, like, 11 delis Burt Reynolds was once at. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I think that's more special. I, Man, look, I, I'm in South Jersey and Burt Reynolds was here. That's pretty that's interesting. That's pretty pretty interesting. <laughs> we, we go to Pat Steaks in, in Philly, all yeah, in man. South Philly. Rocky Balboa was there. Sure. He stood right there. I have There's a plaque that says Sylvester Stallone stood here. Yeah. yeah. yeah look at I, that. I'd rather that than, you then, know, <laughs> Burt Reynolds anyway. Burt Reynolds, yeah. So, uh, John Favreau. Good for him. He got his Walk of Fame star. So Wasn't now, Burt Reynolds also in Friends? You're thinking Richard, of Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, that's Tom right. Tom Selleck, yes. Two, two mustaches. Wrong mustache. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Turd Ferguson. <laughs> it's a funny name. It's a big name. hat. <laughs> it's a big hat. I'm Turd Ferguson. That's the one. You can pick any number you want. Three <laughs> is a number. 17 <laughs> is a number. Any number at all. That was prime golden oh, SNL. That was that so time. funny. Yeah. And I love it when he, <laughs> he pulls down the card. You wrote pie. Well, guess Technically, what? Pi Technically, pie is, is a number. You win. Let's see what you wager. <laughs> Trebek, your mother is a whore. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love that. When SNL. SNL made you laugh. How fun mm-hmm. was that? Um, I think this was, oh, yeah, Hollywood Walk of Fame, John Favreau. John Good for Favreau. you. Hooray. Good for you. Hooray. Um, and also, SNL's getting better, I will say is that it? much. Yeah, the past two That's episodes good. have been pretty good. Right. Uh, and now more sad news oh, for Star Wars. Don't like that. Star Wars shakeup. Kevin Feige and Patty Jenkins movies have been shelved. Yep. And I hear uh, Taika Waititi wants to star in his own? To star in his own yeah. film. Yes. Yeah. This is from Variety, because since I'm a Hollywood celebrity, I read Variety. Sure. The movies that they cut, I feel like they were unnamed, untitled Star Wars movie anyway that they were making. Yep. And it was, hey, that thing that had absolutely no plan that was literally a, like a just a thought in the air. 
we're, we're shelving it. We're shelving it. We oh, decided no. to. We decided that you've you've waited too long. You've had too many other things. So forget about it. We are not going to let you do that. Yep. So that's that. That's the end of my news. Um, we're gonna take a commercial break. And there might, may or may not be a commercial there, but there will be this three-and-a-half-minute commercial from Asher. So you might want to check him out. He's pretty funny. Yes. This is called the Asher Uprising. The spring. A storm is brewing. A sleeping tiger is awakening. A number two is turtling. The Ears Up Podcast Network will be shaken like never before. As the podcast My Uncle Jason Doesn't Listen to Unite. And decide to take over once and for all. All led by the coolest and realest 10 year old there is. No longer afraid to sleep in the dark. And resolute with the courage. And a buttload of second place ribbons from Mountain View Elementary School's Junior Olympics. To lead a bunch of middle aged nerds in a conquest for what is right. And to impress my Canadian girlfriend who is a model and who I've already kissed like a bunch of times. Listeners of the Ears Up Podcast Network. Take my hand and join our battle for dominance. In the lesser listened to podcast feeds. What some might call the teen of the Yupu. Venture into the realm of Disney's straight to video sequels with Scraping the Vault. Where two old creeps and a millennial delve into these lesser known treasures and make fun of them. Also of each other for liking them. Experience the thrill and excitement of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Puny Pie, as they dive deep into the stories of Earth's mightiest heroes and villains. Unravel the mysteries of the Infinity Stones, and witness the epic battles that have defined the MCU as one of the greatest movie franchises of all time. Join us on a journey to the farthest reaches of the galaxy with the Weird Nerds at Bantha Milk Podcast where you'll explore the very essence of the Force and uncover hidden secrets of the Star Wars universe. Hear the legends and lore of Jedi Knights, Sith Lords, and the many captivating characters that have made Star Wars a cultural phenomenon. And finally, explore the happiest places on Earth with the Supreme Resort. Join these three clock chasing nerds on a magical journey through the parks, as we discover the secrets, hidden histories, and enchanting details that make Disneyland and Walt Disney World some of the most beloved destinations in the world. There's also extra content for a lot of these podcasts over at my Uncle Jason's OnlyFans. Or Patreon. Anyways, go there to support the cause and maybe he'll give you a podcast too. And tell him that you support Asher's army of real and cool champions of podcasting. Then and only then will we be victorious in dominating the Ears Up Podcast Network. So come, dear listener, join our network of podcasts and unleash your inner hero. May the Force be with you, Excelsior, Kakuna Matata, have a magical day. And fresh baked. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back we from are. that commercial break. Uh, and I got to tell you, uh, we might have made it big time because uh, buddy of the pod, Chris, uh, out there who's been on the pod before, uh, he's the first person ever to be a host on this show to have to leave to pee while yes. we were recording <laughs> live. Um, so Chris was listening to us and there was a commercial. Okay. And don't you know what it was for? It was a commercial by Disney. Oh, no way. Or The Mandalorian. Look at that. Disney is using Disney is Bantha using Milk Bantha Podcast Milk. to further its message. Yes. So we hopefully are, they're still doing we that. We are a voice of Disney. We sure are. It's very impressive. The mouse, I feel the mouse's presence. I feel it. It's very strong. Yeah, we should probably let go of it, though. We should. Don't we'll touch let go the of mouse's presence. Don't touch it. Yeah, you get kicked out for doing that. <laughs> that's what they told me at Chuck E. Cheese, and that's what I'm telling you right now. <laughs> um, real fast, before we get into the minds of Mandalore, when Puny Pods played that, they had two guests on. One of them was named Grant. And Grant, as he was listening to it, he said, oh, Bantha Milk. And he scrolled through his phone because the other, I forget what the other guy's name was. I apologize. But he came back and he goes, I saw as they were doing that, Grant subscribed to Bantha Milk while that commercial was going on. Love it. So thank you, Grant. Thanks, Grant. Welcome. Hopefully you're listening, not just subscribing. But appreciate thank you very that. much. And appreciate that, and thanks, and hopefully you enjoy our show even more than PewDiePie. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Please do that. And Grant is from on the other side of the pond. So, like Philly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or jolly old England. Ye old England. Ye old England. This uh, is how he talks with a big English accent that's really bad. I love it. You love it. All right, let's get into the minds of Mandalore, shall we? We shall. We shall. The Minds of Mandalore. We really Season before, three. Before we get people like from England just calling <laughs> really to bo boycott us. <laughs> They're like, that's not even what we sound like. You Yanks sound worse than us. You guys yeah. are awful. That's all right. We, we know. We know. We know. Uh, okay, we're so. Philly. Freaking Philly. <laughs> no one like. Anyway. We're going to throw snowballs at Santa. Um, not this year because it hasn't snowed once out here. I think it Literally. snowed in California before it yep. snowed over here. Sure did. Um, so before we get into the minds of Mandalore, did we rate the show last week before or after we talked about it? I don't I, know. I Let's don't rate it now. Let's rate it right now. Let's rate it right now. Um, what would you give it? I was a big fan. I thought it was an improvement on last time. Yes. Um, I felt there was a lot of history. Yeah. A lot of Mandalore lore yep, that we and, really got to learn. And there was a lot of tie-ins to like the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. Um, it was cool. Yeah, that's just me pushing my bag. I thought the cat got down here somewhere. I'm like, how did the cat get down I'm here? I'm absentmindedly pushing my bag. <laughs> um, I liked, uh, you know, just them talking about, you know, what it was like before. I liked how, you know, uh, Bo-Katan was talking about her family. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, I would say, did, how do we grade it last time? We gave it a B plus last time. Right. We're not I would doing, give this we're one. We're not doing the whole. No, we're not going through Porg Princess to Princess and Leia's stuff. and all that stuff. Uh, no. It was too scientific, I guess. Yeah. 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 Too, that was for precise. the drinks anyway. This is just yeah. straight up. Uh, so I will give it an A minus. I'll give it an A minus. Yeah. I liked all the history. I I still felt like I wanted a little bit more of something. I don't know what. So I'll. 
I'll tell you what, from the very beginning is like one of the big things that bothered me. And again, I loved the episode. I really did. Right. Uh, so I realized, you know, I'm, I'm going through a, a process of self-discovery and that I know now that I have ADD and I'm like taking medication and I'm like all these things in my life that have been a, a, like a, these quirks of mine. This is why. <laughs> um, and I realized that one of the things I always do when I watch something is I go, this is going to happen. I'm always thinking you're always this trying happened, to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to happen. And yeah. so I've gotten pretty good at it. And there was a lot of Chekhov's guns in yeah. it, including them dropping Chekhov's gun on the ground at one point. And then point. how about literally the very first thing in the recap? They say the mythosaur. Mm-hmm. And I literally now you're, part of the problem, too, is uh, people always assume that I watched the show immediately. OK. And I literally watched it an hour and a half ago. OK. Um, like that's when I first. So like. No one spoiled it for me, but I had a buddy message me going, dude, Mando this week. So I'm like, all right, yeah. something epic's going to happen. That's cool. So, and so as soon as they said Mythosaur, I said to Pagan, there's going to be a Mythosaur. Right. We're going to see a Mythosaur. We're going to see a Mythosaur. The, the previews, they wouldn't have mentioned The it. recaps, yes, the recaps definitely... They're too transparent. Too transparent. They, they need... Yeah. Like, I get the need for them, and I get, like, trying to... But, like, we, we could have figured it out. Like, even, like, even people who don't get it, like you could have told us in the episode what it was or else you could have just let those people go, oh, look, a big dinosaur, like whatever. Yeah. But like it, like literally the very first thing I went, oh, we're going to see a mythosaur. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Guaranteed we're going to see a mythosaur. And it was awesome. Yeah. But again, that's that's just where my brain is always is always like, all right, what's coming up next? And right. when they spoon feed it to you, it's like, oh, well, that's next. That's next. Avengers Hockey's in the chat. He said he would give it a B plus. All right. But which is good because he gave the first one like a C minus or a yeah, C so, or something so like that. That's so. a significant improvement. Yeah. He also said that the audio in YouTube is a few seconds behind. I think you're just going to get stuck with that. I don't know what to what to do there. So what you need to do is uh, like set the audio on your end two seconds ahead. Right. <laughs> so you are, yeah. So just make sure it's got to be it's got to be your bowl. It's it's all yeah. you. You got to <laughs> just turn turn the volume up a little bit two seconds ahead. You wouldn't Turn stick it. your head up a butcher's. Head. No, no, <laughs> it's got to be your bull. Sorry. Anyway, um, speaking of, did you watch it? So, and Avengers hockey being in the chat, texted me today. Did you watch it? And I said, does a bear take a poo in the woods? Probably. And then he said, verdict. And I said, I liked it. A lot of history and education of the Mandalores. And then I said, whoever tames the mythosaur in the waters will be the new Mandalore. And then I said, you? And he said, I didn't watch it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my God, I just ruined it for you. So um, he was like, well, uh, he said, what, when I said verdict, I meant, I just meant, did you like it? <laughs> 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 Not give me your opinion on it. So I felt really bad after that. So sorry, Tom, didn't mean to ruin that for you. I mean, it, you know. It, it it was it's cool you know it's kind of like a cool but again yeah. <laughs> they ruined it the very first the very second first of the second episode. when they talk about so. the the uh the mythosaur you yeah. know that there's going to be a mythosaur yep yeah there was so much foreshadowing just for the next part of the episode like when they're when he's flying and he's showing him the maps mm-hmm. and he's like that's where Bo Katan is yep. I wonder if you're going to have to go there on your own. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. But it was fun. I did like it a lot. Um, and I even want to hear the recap refreshes your memory of Mandalorian Law. So you know it's going to be a very historic episode. It was 40 minutes long. It was a little bit longer yep, than the other 43, one. 43, but, you know, minus eight minus minutes, eight, of, credit eight minutes of credits at the end. Uh, we open up on Tatooine again. Of course. Of, of course. course. Because how could we ever go? Like, I, I honestly, I think it's been at least four episodes of a Star War since we've seen Tatooine. That might be a record. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> is tattooing the middle of the outer rim like it, yeah it's literally supposed to be the middle of nowhere right it, like like no one ever comes here like this yeah. is a, this is a midden heap uh oh let's have every like i hope <laughs> i i kind of hope and i really freaking hope it doesn't happen but i hope at some point in the lore they just decide to just, like throw out there that like tatooine is a giant kyber crystal and that's why <laughs> and that's like why. all these things just so happen to happen around it right because the force coalesces the force around keeps it pulling everybody to it but it, yeah it's just so uh. silly um, but yeah, we we go ahead and it's Boon to Eve. It's Boon to Eve, which um, we heard about in with your one. boy with Jake yeah. in episode one. Good old Jake Lloyd, my my uh, yeah. third cousin. So Boon to Eve is an annual holiday that celebrates Boon to the Hut's rise to godhood, yep. uh, and then all of the huts hold this festival in his honor. So since Tatooine is a big hut planet. That's why it's a big celebration there. And they had again. I don't know. I guess that was that might not have been the Boon to Eve classic that we were seeing because it was in the streets. But well, was, was it but, different? Yeah, it was for Boon to Eve. It wasn't it instead of the but pod it was not race, a pod race, right? No, it was a race. It was a drag race, a street race, yeah. um, Boon to Eve street race instead of instead of the pod race that we saw in episode one. Yeah, and it looked like they were going slightly faster than the scooters, as we mentioned. They were, but the good. other thing, if you rewatch it again, for it being like if it was. Formula One racing, for example, it's in the streets yeah. of wherever they they always do it. There's people right there watching. Mm-hmm. If you watch it, the cars or the speeders go fast, and but there's like people just like doing work. They're not oh, yeah. actually like watching. Like the one guy was, I watched the one little. He's just like walking, and I'm like, well, maybe maybe it's like an illegal dra- street race. Maybe maybe I don't know. Um, mm. Either way, it's Boon to Eve. It's Boon to Eve, and we, we see we see our good old gal Pele, 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 whatever Pele, whatever what, her name. What do is. we call her? Uh, well, it was Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris yeah, yeah, Amy Sedaris. Um, She's pulling a fun scam on a Rodian. Yep, and it's it's silly. Like the, again, these are the silly things because I my brain is always picking things apart, and I. Uh, as soon as like the guy walks away and she calls the Jawas in and she goes, come on, let's go. Uh, put different parts on it. Spray paint them to look different colors. It's like you're saying that to the audience. Yeah. You know, you're saying yeah, that you're not like, saying in a real situation. The yeah. The Jawas know what their job is. They know is. what to they're do. Gonna come in, <laughs> but like you're going, OK, guys, here's the plan. Right. Let's <laughs> spray paint this stuff. Like we, it just we need little... the audience to know that these are the same parts yeah. that yeah. they took hey, off of it. This is a scam. Wink, this wink. is a scam. We're. We're forming a scam yeah. here. It just, it just, it was silly. Yeah. I, I get Star Wars. I get it. But I, yeah. I was just sitting there like, oh, it's, I that's love, a little heavy handed. I love when TV shows over explain it to their, to their selves so that we, the audience know what's yep. going on. And that yep. was a typical example of that. And there's a way to do that. That's not so on the nose, but that wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So she's running her own little, little chop shop. Um, and when then Mando comes in with his N1, which, by the way, if you didn't watch the Boba Fett show, he bought the N1 from her on the Boba Fett show. So that's where this new starship came from. He bought it from her during Boba Fett. So if you didn't watch the Boba Fett series. I watched series, it, and I literally, I literally forgot that. You forgot it all. And as we were sitting talking about this uh, like 10 minutes ago, my thoughts went to, I should go to YouTube and just type in Book of Boba Fett Mandalorian episodes. And just and watch, like, just the, watch that those episode scenes. or yeah. those two episodes, yeah, yeah, because they were the two best episodes or yeah. or single best episode. But anywho, uh, yeah, so he comes in, and that's why she's like so proud of it. She's like, yeah, it still runs great, blah blah blah. So she is very happy to see him, but still, even to him, is still pulling somewhat of a scam on him. Hey, here's Skippy. Here's Skippy. 
He's Love an it. awesome droid. Oh, by the way, he may not be that awesome. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Um, so she has a lot of droids around all. And the one that I thought you would like the most, there was R5, or I'm sorry, the, uh, the BD droid from your game, Jedi BD, Fallen BD, Order. Yeah. BD1? BD1 yeah. wasn't, yeah. So he's in there as well. So there's a whole bunch of different droids in the background. And then the big droid that we see is R5D4, which Skippy is the Skippy droid. the Jedi droid. And uh, Filoni, when he first showed up in the Book of Boba Fett in season one or season two, whenever it was, Filoni said that uh, Skippy basically uh, was so afraid to leave Tatooine at this point that he just never left. And that's why he's still there well, he, he 30 is, years later. He is shaking in his boots he pretty is, much the entire episode. Yeah, they did give him a little bit his more personality. Boots. His droid boots, his, his droid sockets. Um, they did give him a little bit more personality, which was fun. He's a, apparently a coward for a Jedi Force-sensitive droid. It's all an act. It's all an act. He's, he's, just, he's deep cover. <laughs> he's undercover. Like, he's like hanging he, out with Cardoon. Listen, since Order 66, <laughs> man, he has been deep cover. He's literally like, listen. Right. If you're a Jedi, you, you really got to hide. think that with that weak-ass Darksaber action, he, he could have defeated those freaking white, ugly monkeys. Those, yes, those uh, things. Skippy was using the Force to throw those bad boys all around. Skippy was doing it all he while he was laying the, on his yeah, back. Sitting yeah. in the corner like, I got to yep. do Alamites. this crap again. Follow you, you know, mm-hmm. save the day. Save the day again, as all, as I always do. Yeah. Um, so Mando shows up and she said, <laughs> Grogu leaps out of the out of his ship. And she says, you're leaping like, like a lemur, like a lemur, 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 lemur. Ah, because lemurs are, are earthbound. Or, yes. And would not exist. Yeah, would not exist. So a lemur. <laughs> I, I, it didn't even phase me even. I was like, I Yeah, know, you're lemur. like, okay, it sounds right. Uh, so they were a uh, pacifist species from the outer rim planet My Mygelio. At least one settlement of lemurs was present on the planet Maradun at the time of the Clone Wars. So you may have seen them around on the Clone Wars what are they as well. In? Uh, where are they from? What are they called? Oh, L-U-R Lerman. L-U-R-M-E-N. You're Lerman. Leap like a Lerman, she says. L-U-R-M-E-N. Ah, yes. So, if you want to know what a Lerman is. Oh, they're from is, Maguito. Maguito. If you want to I know, thought that was what the planet was. If you want to know what a Lerman is, when she says you leap like a Lerman, that's, that's what they are. Uh, and she's now missing a tooth also, by the way. Did you notice that? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, so the maybe... Did she off? <laughs> I know. Maybe we'll find out at some point in time what, what happened to her tooth. She had to run in with a Jawa. She, she did. She talk about it. The Jawa just hit her with her we rifle. We got to hear her speak Jawanese. Did we saw... We, that's yeah. happened before, right? Yeah. It is impressive because it really does look like she's actually doing it. Actually saying it, So yes. whether or not it's just awesome CGI or else the actress is just that good at this, right. it's good. She did a good job, yeah. So then uh, Mando's asking for the brain chip for the IG, and she says, no chance, Cubes, that you're going to have that, which is pretty funny. Yeah. They, they threw in a lot, especially with her, a lot of um, a lot of Easter eggs. The yeah. no chance Cubes, uh, the Lerman, the uh, celebration. It's all like all this like fun little stuff that's tie in other things, which I really like. I like when they do that, and I like when they do it subtly. Yeah. Like it wasn't like over the top. It was just like, oh, guess what? It's Boonta Eve. Mm-hmm. That was it, you know? Um, so then he, he goes, okay, she gives him, she gives him the skippy and then convinces him that, uh, he's a good droid. He'll be awesome. He'll do it. He'll do and then, oh, by the way, maybe not. And he's like, wait, what? And she's like, get out of here. What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? And that's, 
did he real? I don't know. Because as soon as he he got to the place, he's like, "Wait, I'm just gonna pressurize my helmet." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. What was the point of bringing the droid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. you, you you said this is droid work, and then you have to go out anyway. So what's yeah. the what's the point of the droid? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we he flies away, and we start learning more Mandalorian history. Uh, and he says he says this planet used to be pretty back when the songs were written. So I want to know what the Mandalorian songs are that my, he speaks of. American, American that's Mandalorian, Mandalorian pie. pie. Yeah, uh, I would go for some nice Mandalorian, Mandalorian pie. pie. Yeah, mm, mm, delicious. Also, did you notice we talked about it before the show started, but it doesn't have uh, Zigor Zulison. What's the guy's name? Who the musician? Uh, the uh, the guy who did the music for it. Oh, um, for season one and season two. Gorgson. Gor- yeah, Gorn. Gorn. Yeah. So he's not doing it anymore. Um, and the the music definitely sounds different. Yes. Now that you're mentioning it, it sure does. It's uh, when he was doing it, he was using a lot of interesting instruments, earthy sort of. Yeah. Eastern in, like world instruments, world instruments like uh, our Western sort of yeah yeah. And uh, what's the uh, the one you yeah. learn when you're in fourth grade? Recorder. recorder. He he had like all these different recorders and stuff, all different sizes and everything, and all these strange instruments. This giant like accordion bagpipe, giant piano thing, whatever that made all these interesting noises and stuff. And the new version, it's just like regular Western, you know, orchestra. Like it sounds good. It sounds more like uh, John Williams mm-hmm. than more abstract. It's less iconic. Less, I- yeah. It uh, just the, the blends first, in. Yeah, the first music was just like, yeah, it's it's, it's it, fine, it's fine, it's good, but nothing has hopped out to me like, ooh, this is some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, like the first two, we were like, oh my gosh, the music is so good, and the music is is just there. Are we um, still in the first scene here? Oh my god! No, he's he's now <laughs> flying away. Oh, that's right. And he's talking about Concordia, the moon of Mandalore yeah, look, that Death Watch was sent I, to. Well, yeah, I was born on Concordia. I was born there. And this is Mandalore, and that's where Bo-Katan that's is. That's where Bo-Katan and you is. You have to learn to read a map if you're gonna be Mandalorian. Right, and it's like foreshadowing. No. Okay, so uh, then then we, he lands. On the glass planet, basically. It's all busted. It's all busted. It's all busted. Did you see um, Sweet Home Alabama? No. Oh. Uh. You and Pagan should watch it. It's a very fun, very cute, nice rom-com. I bet Pagan has watched it. I'm sure she has. Yeah. She, I guarantee she She's has. much more hip on this stuff. Multiple I times. I guarantee she has watched it multiple times. Okay, who's in it? Um, Reese Witherspoon? I think no. Who's in? I'll have to get back on that. Too. Uh, That's fine. Uh, uh, go anywho, on. Go, go on. The on. Story. But in I'll it, look it up. in it, she yes. Um, the boyfriend in it puts metal rods into the sand during lightning storms, and then the lightning hits the sand and it turns the sand into glass. Sure. And so it is Reese Witherspoon. It is Reese Witherspoon. Right. There we go. Good. Um, and then Dakota in this, Fanning. Dakota Fanning. Yeah, Josh, uh, Josh Lucas. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey is her, f- her fiance, her fiance. future. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it's a good it's good. You should watch it with Pagan. I'm sure she has watched it. Uh, anywho, so in it they turn sand into glass, and then he sells the glass as like art and stuff like that, and it, it's pretty neat. So this is basically what happened to Mandalore. It was a very sandy desert planet, and then. All of the battles and stuff, they basically electrocuted well, the bombing, entire... Right? They, they essentially raised the entire... Yeah, yeah. So all of the planet. sand, like, raised up over it and turned to glass. And that's why they uh, all the buildings are now buried under this glass shell of green glass and stuff. So um, 
Send R5 to scout in the air cave. He's reluctant to go. And he says, don't be a baby. As he's sitting in his spaceship with the with the windows You're closed. You're an astromech droid. You are made to fly and pilot this ship and fix it. Go test out. Go test. Compl- go this, test the air. This planet that people have not been on for about twenty years. Go check it out. He could have. He could have tested the air from inside the ship. Like, like, like. It, he's exposed to the air. Right. right. He's exposed. Couldn't to the- he have like flown a little low? Just hovered. Hey, check yeah. the air. Yeah. But instead, go into this cave. Yeah. Uh, and then he see <laughs> Grogu's a little scared for him. He, he's pretty cute. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like, we can, it's okay. We can watch him from here. He's like, look at the blip. And, and then the blip disappears. It's approaching the edge of the map. <laughs> of the map. And I'm like, what do you like? You're, you're saying it's fine. We can watch him. But you have, you're running out of map, friend. Yeah. <laughs> he's almost at the edge of the map. And yeah. it was the same thing later on when Skippy turns the camera on yep. on and they walk right out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You saw them for five yeah. extra Thank steps. Goodness. Thank yeah. goodness. You saw that extra five steps. Um, so then, then he disappears. He goes off the map and he disappears. So then Mando pressurizes his helmet and it sounds just like Darth our Vader. good fed Darth Vader. Yeah. It was really cool. So I was like, Oh, there we go. Darth Vader sound effects. Our good friend, Darth Vader. Yeah. And he's like, now I have to, our good friend, Darth Vader. I was on my shirt. Number right one, there. Dad. This is Father's Day. And present. I got an astromech droid. And you have an astromech droid, so it's a perfect yeah, combination. His astromech droid. It is. Wow. It is very good. Uh, so he's like, now I have to go find him. And he's like, stay here, pressurize yourself in your little in your little bubble, and then I'll put the lid back on. Okay, that ship does not have enough room. When he was going down that tube, and then I don't know how he was popping out underneath him. It's like in a Formula One car. He's like yeah. in this tiny little. Yeah, and I was like, how? <laughs> Where did he go to hide? Yeah. To like, did they? Where is the pod? Right. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's, it's a it's little like a clown car. It is like a clown car. Yeah, there's like things hidden in all over the place. But anyway, um, so then he walks into the now underground city, and then and we he, realize it's been too long since if there was a fight scene. Yes. Yeah, so and we're so, like, oh, time for a fight scene. <laughs> so he gets attacked by Alamites. Yep. Which and is we, what we find out by Bo Katan tells us later. We we find out, uh, and we it is ridiculously confirmed later on. <laughs> um, that that this dude should not be wielding this saber. No, <laughs> and Bo-Katan absolutely should. Like this girl just picked the thing up and like I am a freaking wizard. Yes. And this guy's like this freaking thing's heavy. Oh, speaking of wizard, my friend sent me a a meme or a TikTok or whatever of how J.K. Rowling stole the idea for Harry Potter from Star Wars. Hmm. Uh, they both play with sticks, sure. lightsabers versus wands. Sure. Uh, there's a weird love triangle sure. between Ron, uh, you know, Luke and Leia and Ron and, and whatever. Yeah. Um, a couple other things there fighting against darkness, blah, blah, blah. Pretty so, common. yeah. So there's a couple of, it was pretty funny. It was really funny. So I think, uh, I think it's my friend Scott got, sent that to me. Yeah, you have them both. Yeah, man. So you, basically, you just like one genre just of go things. Right here. Yep, that's there you it. go, and that's what you have. With our powers combined. Um, so Grogu. So the charts show atmosphere is fine, and then uh, we also figure out and learn that the floating egg carrier can be controlled by Grogu as well as by Mando yep. with his little. And it can fly. And it can fly. Not just float and hover. It can no, fly. it can fly. Straight and it fly. can go up and down. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. So I don't even know why he needs his own spaceship. He has that thing. Yep. He can just fly wherever he wants. What if he's got a hyperdrive on it? Yeah. It'd be pretty rad, right? <laughs> just, <a> little, <laughs> just takes off. Um, we did see this city in the Clone Wars many times. Yep. So that all of those episodes of the Clone Wars, when they're dealing with Mandalore issues, 
They were in the same Sindari, part. Right? Sindari, Yeah, they were in the same part that we were in now, but now we see it as the ruins where when it was in Clone Wars, there was the build-up cities. Far less ruinous. Far less ruinous. Uh, it had uh, the cyborg. Oh, okay. And then... Uh, then he goes deep down further and he sees the helmet that's buried in the dirt and he picks it up and he gets trapped in the cage. Yeah. I thought it was like, I, I again, at this point I thought, Oh, it's a, it's a mythosaur, right? This is like, that. I'm just expecting. It You're just waiting time. for the mythosaur. Um, and then I was like, what is it? Like a Venus flytrap? And then I'm like, Oh, it's a really freaking creepy asteroid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is happening? So my question is why is every scary thing in Mandalorian, a spider esque type thing like spiders this thing? Are scary. Spiders are apparently very scary. I think, I think, uh, John Favreau has a fear of spiders. Yeah. Spider Can we start with, that rumor with one human eye? Yes. Which was freaking creepy. Well, yes. Very creepy. Um, what do you think he was doing with him? So he was like sucking out that little creature that lived in the head of the um, the droid. The droid. It uh, was because it, it was grievous like, right? Grievous like droid. Yes, that's what I was. A I droid, find. but it had humanoid. It was a cyborg, right? It had clearly it was an organism like a like a carbon based droid. Yes, a sentient fleshy droid. Yes. Um, there have been several of those in Harry Potter, or Harry Potter, in Star Wars, aside from just Grievous. So. Oh, Trey, Trey just texted me. I thought he was actually listening to the podcast, but um, he says, uh, talking, going, fast forwarding to the end where I, where we see the giant mythosaur at the end. He said, "I was confused by that part. Does that mean that the myth wasn't true? That the that Mandor Mandalore tamed." the giant mythosaur, but that's where they get the giant skull from. So I'm thinking that maybe there's just more than one. It's not like the sure. the uh, Loch Ness Monster, that there's right. more than one of them. Okay. It's so not Nessie. It's not Nessie, no. But but from now on, I'm going to call this thing Nessie. Nessie. I Nessie, like it. Nessie, and Nessie is her name Nessie is her name yeah. There you go. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so the Grievous-type creature, uh, it was made to look very much like Grievous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then was, I guess you're right. It was sucking out his blood. It was sucking out so his maybe blood. Maybe it needs blood to continue to survive. Yeah, I think I think it the the little headpiece like that's what it feeds off of type of thing. But then and what has it been feeding off? I guess these these, these other, other creatures. creatures. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking the same thing. I'm like, there hasn't been humans or Mandalores or anything on there for for ages. But, but Bo Katan also mentions later that oh, if they if they. Uh, Survived, you know, wonder what else could have. And of course, you know, the mythosaur. The mythosaur, but yeah. Why couldn't there have been any humans that survived or Mandalorians that survived that it, like found shelter or something? Yeah, because if these other creatures found shelter somewhere when the giant bombs went off, then why couldn't? And they said as soon as they got on the planet, hey, the mag- the, the bombing messed up the magnetism of the, of the planet, so we can't communicate with anyone off the planet, right. which does conveniently set up the fact that they can't call for Bo-Katan, but it would also conveniently set up that, you know, anyone who is trapped Any here survivors that are could left. not yeah. tell others outside. Yeah, so maybe there are others. I don't think that they're going to go into that. Um, I think they just wanted to set that up mythosaur, to have yeah. the mythosaur and have the bad guys there yeah. to have some very important fight scenes. Um, so yeah, so the, the armor, it, it was, he was like a, uh, like a hermit crab in my yeah. eyes. Like he kept changing shells. Yep. Um, so he had the giant shell and then he came out of that and then he you had can the, buy those at like stores. They're all like hooked on, on cages. Yes. Um, you especially know, these, down the, the boardwalk. These metal yeah. droids. Yeah. Metal everywhere. droids. So that's what's, <laughs> cheers. Every, um, 
every hermit crab down the shore is going to have a metal casing Love on it, it with like one giant, one giant yellow eyeball painted on the shell. So yeah, so uh, Mando gets caught in the trap, and then he starts sucking out his blood and and his his at, innards. At, at first, I thought he was harvesting him like for his armor and stuff. Right. I thought he was like specifically like a robot that was left behind to find Mandalorians and steal okay. their best ar- He had like what looked like almost a little torch at his neck. Yeah. At one point, I yeah. thought he was trying but to burn I think, off. His... Well, I think the first one, the one in his neck, was to sedate him. Yeah. And then he comes up later and then shoves another one in his him to start yeah. yeah, into his arm to start sucking out all of his all of his blood. Yeah. Um so yeah, so then Grogu almost freed him too. He was using the force and he almost freed him, but then he sh- the bad guys like shot him with his laser bolt stick thingy. Yeah. Um so then Grogu jumped and did some acrobats, some fancy Yoda acrobats to get sure. into his pod, and then he flew, like you said, flew up and out, and then that little little crocodile, little crocodile with wings yeah. that we saw on the way in. Which, he was like sitting which I, there. I'm going to go ahead and say, baby mythosaur. I don't know why. It's a baby mythosaur. Sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? Baby, baby Nessie. Baby Nessie. So he, uh, you know, started chasing him on the way out. They get into the ship, and he's <laughs> trying to eat the thing. He's and like they, any dog. Any dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get, give me your shoelaces. Uh, and then somehow Skippy understands baby talk. And knew exactly where to send them. Sure. And then well, Skippy, he pointed, don't you know? He used sign language. Right. That place. That place. That dot there. That Take dot me there. On this green screen from the seventies. And then uh, <laughs> from the screen, <laughs> from this Three's Company green screen. Yeah. Uh, and so he takes him to a planet and a castle that he's never been to before in his life. And he takes him right there. And he then just, Bo-Katan's like, let's end this. And I'm all expecting her to put <laughs> on her helmet and be like, all right, I'm let, let's go. So <laughs> I was thinking. She's sitting there sulking. Still. Still sulking. Still on the throne. Still alone. on the throne. You can tell there's still in her armor. There was a blanket next to her that her helmet was on, so she must even sleep on the throne. Yep. If it was me, I'd be up in the royal bedroom sulking and sleeping in the royal bedroom, being like, yep. Nobody likes me. Yep. Me, me, me. Um, so I was like not not waiting there for someone to kick out. She's just waiting for someone to show up so she can kick him out. Oh, good. Somebody's here. Get out. Let's I don't get like him it. out of here. Let's get him out of good. here for good. Uh, but her droid did have the little Mandalorian uh, diamond shape in his chest as oh, well. Oh, I didn't even So I did that. like that. I did like the fact that they, they did that. Uh, and then this is my, uh, my soapbox here. Uh, I think Katie Sackhoff's a, a great actress. I think she's doing an amazing job. But. But. I wish she didn't do the plastic surgery. She, I mean, I didn't notice it. I don't think I know her because I know her that well. But like, I did see that like her face doesn't move. Her much. face doesn't move. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if she was angry, happy, or sad because she has. Why are you so serious? Her face, her mouth was always in this smirk the whole yeah. time, and her face didn't move at all. And I was like, oh. And then I went to her like her IMDb page. She was born in 1980, so it's not even like she's old. She's yeah. young. Um, it's like, ugh, why do people do this? I don't Hollywood. understand why Hollywood does this. They over like, I mean, the stupid Kardashians. I don't want to get, but they're all look this and whatever. They're all like Barbie doll plastic at this point. I, I hate it. I wish she would have done it because you would have been able to actually know what she was actually feeling. And she's flying in. It looks like she's still smirking the whole time through. And I'm like, As dude, she's gazing over. 
See, and you know, I, I, I was actually, as she was doing that, I was trying to decide, is this an intentional thing? Like when she was pulling into the clouds, she had, did have like a smirk on. Yeah. And I was like, all right, is she just like happy that like she hasn't been here in a long time and she's like finally got proof that she can go down here and survive? Right. Um, but also like, it's been how many years she was right sitting on her throne like for 20 years here. Um, you didn't ever think about just skipping over and checking things and checking out? out. No you, one did. No, no one, one did. No like, one. Mando's the first one that was just like, hey, I'm no out. Mandalorian said, let's go see if we can go back there. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, whatever. Uh, and then she lands and she tells little Grogu, you need to take me there. And he's like, me. Well, and she's like freaking baby Nessie's right there. Yeah. I mean, look, look, I was almost attacked by a lizard with, with, uh, with wings. So you yeah. think I'm going to go back there? So then she's given us more of a history lesson as we're walking back, which was cool. Yep. I did like all that. We don't need to get into all of it, but she does talk about a lot of things. And some of the things that she said to Grogu, she actually said in the cartoons exactly the same thing word for word. Because one of the uh, screen rant that I was watching, he was playing all of those lines oh, from yeah. different scenes in the cartoon where she said exactly the same thing. So I was like, oh, that's interesting that they made her say the same thing over again to somebody else. And I also like how everybody suddenly has flashlights on their helmets and they just you never saw a flashlight uh, before. There's a little like you don't you don't realize that there's a little button. You press it and an unseen chamber opens. Opens. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's it's like a transformer. Gadget. It's Inspector Gadget. It's exactly Inspector it's Gadget. Go go gadget like uh, a flashlight. Right. And then <laughs> go go gadget and it suddenly turns into a helicopter and it could just it, fly man. away. Uh, makes sense. I missed that cartoon. Uh, that, that was, was a good cartoon. Stuff. And the fact that he could never solve anything but Penny, his twelve year old niece. Gadget. Yeah, she yeah, always solves gadget. everything. Wait, Penny um, had a dog, didn't she? She did. Okay, so she used the same uh, fighting and shooting styles that she did in the Clone Wars cartoon as well with the double uh, double pistols and yep. stuff. Um, so 20 years later. Brain. Brain. That was yeah. the dog's name, Brain. So I, I wrote down she hasn't lost her stuff. She still has, has all the good stuff. What, do you think that your dad was the only Mandalorian Okay, that kid? line I hated. Yeah, I hated no, that line. No, it he, didn't make any sense. No. Because it was literally just a line for her to go, I'm badass. Yeah. Like, like he saw, he's been around the armor. He's been around other Mandalorians. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't think my dad was the only one. You're an idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you can fight really well. I'm impressed, but I've seen it done before. So, no, that was a dumb Have you line. ever lifted anything with just your mind <laughs> and force germs? Oh, yeah. yeah. Come back oh, to me Oh, you, you can do that? Well, watch this. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell? Can you t wait, you, you can't breathe? That's weird. Can That's you try weird. and speak a little louder? <laughs> Great. So they get on planet. So they get yeah. So she's like, oh. I'm scared. I need you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then they they fly like, I yeah. love his little ears every time. Every like, time he's. <laughs> I want to know how much of this was CGI and how much of this was practical droid because I or practical robot right. uh, whatever uh, Muppet mm -hmm. because I really wish that it was all practical robot and or practical. Muppet and no, um, no CGI stuff. But I think a lot of this was was CGI stuff, which is disappointing if it was. I know a lot of it looked good to me, and you yeah. know, especially with Grogu, you can tell they're leaning on practical. Yeah, almost to a fault because like when he's like walking quietly, he's just kind of like, dum, dum. <laughs> yeah. I can't move my arms. I'm just gonna, oh. uh huh, like, yeah. <laughs> this is and, a puppet and it's like walking. And I also wish, like, they would put him in something other than a burlap bag, but yeah. whatever. Or, like, maybe show that some time has gone, gone by and, like, maybe he can grow a little bit. Yeah, he can grow a little bit. Although, you know, for 50, whatever, who knows. 
Uh, so then we're back to the draining of Mando. And then Grievous has an electric stick and Bo-Katan is Batman yep. with her little rope to grab the Darksaber. Yeah, she's good with that thing. She was good with that. And then all of a sudden, you know, she's got a bat. And I knew as soon as she got like, it, she better like be B.A. with that thing. She should not and, be yeah. near as clumsy as he no, was. No, and, and she, she wasn't. She was a little, there was a little bit where she had struggled a little bit, but... Most of it, she was really, like really bike, smooth. She yeah. had to get this the feel for her again. That's all. Yeah, and and the part when I mean she's wielded it well before, so right. And then so she kills the grievous smaller character. And then, but you haven't seen my final form. You haven't seen my yeah. yeah. So then and two health bars on this. What are you board. saying to me? What are you saying to me? Turn around. Oh, okay. Okay. And then he and now he just his head is now in the giant spider droid thing. Which she then, hey, here's the problem with having a, a droid or, or species or anything with six legs. It's more legs for somebody else to cut off. They're much closer together, you know, it's yep. like, especially if you've got a laser if sword. If you've got a laser sword, It's just yeah. going to be effective. So she just tore it up. So she tore all the legs, and then and she then, did a really cool sliding underneath. Yep. <laughs> right through yep. the, the body of it, split it right in half. And then she stabbed it in the head. And then stabbed it in the head, and then the eyeball closed. See, I would have put it straight through the eyeball. That you know, double tap. right in the double eyeball, tap. Like <laughs> headshot right through the eyeball. Yep. Yep. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um. So it. I we, we said I, I said he was like a hermit crab. All yep. right. So then, how did you find me? This is another dumb line in yeah. it. How did uh, you told Grogu to go get me? That's yeah. how I. That's how I found you. That's Grogu went, happens. and and he found me. And then he falls asleep. And then he's oh thank goodness. And he falls asleep. He wakes up and she's just kind of chilling next to him, like eating a jer- beef jerky or something. Beef jerky and pog soup. Pog soup. Pog which, soup. You know, sounds disgusting. I would never make soup and, with pogs in them. And it was just like powder. Yeah. That it was worse than ramen. Does it come with slammer soup as well? <laughs> it pog does. or slammer soup. Pog or slammer soup. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and she says, any any Mandalorian worth their armor has had pog soup before. No one below the age thirty five got the joke that we just made. No. No, not at all. They're what like, the what are you talking pog? about? What's a, What's a pog? Uh, yeah, so they were little toys. Anywho, um, so yeah, so he <laughs> he still drinks by lifting up his helmet, even though he's yep. about to go into the Literally bathe himself. Literally take the hat off, dude. Yeah. You're, everything's like, it's Rumspringa. Just go nuts. Just go nuts. <laughs> and then go for a dip and you'll be fine. And you'll be fine. Yeah, just ask, to, ask for your... And... This episode, very religious undertones sure. as well. And you can see her atheism yeah. versus his Catholicism to Mandalorianism. Sure. And it is it is cool because, you know, you, you, we go into this and we're all kind of on the same page. Oh, Mando's part of that cult and Bo-Katan's right. You know, it's so stupid that he can't take it. But, like, then we get through here and you see that, like, She's so proud of what it used to be and yeah. stuff. And then here's this dude who has no connection to it, and he's saying all the right stuff. Yeah. Like, I would have liked to have met your dad. Uh, yeah. He died defending Mandalore. This is the way. This and is she the was way. Like, You're right. Yeah. This is the way. This is the way. You don't, like, and so she's suddenly realizing, I think this is going to be a theme throughout the series and throughout the rest of this uh, uh, season, is that despite the differences in the sex, they all want, Mand- like they're all if, yeah. if they're for Mandalore, like she had mentioned in this episode, they shouldn't be fighting. Right, they're at their full strength when they're they're you know at peace with each other and they're yeah. cooperating. So I thought it was cool just to see the beginnings of you know we are we are her in that we think that this cult thing is stupid, but even this like we can see oh wait 
you know, it really all is a cult. Yeah. It's all the same cult. It's all the same like, cult. Yeah. But we, we want the same things, and she values a lot of the ideals that. Yeah, because she was. He is what Mandalorians in her mind should be, and she right. didn't think that would happen. Yeah. She didn't think that was the case anyway. Right, exactly. And it and it is it, it has a lot of tie-ins back to regular uh earthbound religion mm-hmm. uh mentality as well, you know, of uh this is the way God and you know, you go to church and you say the same things and blah 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 and, and it's the same thing with this where this is the way and I have to baptize myself mm-hmm. in the living waters, which is the same thing where you know, in Christianity you get baptized and all that stuff. So it it is, and she even said, you know, I was I was baptized basically as I was the princess. Everybody wants to see the princess, and the king was so proud, and blah blah blah. And but I, so I, I think at that same time she's talking about like all these things that she did just because they were for a show in her was, mind. Yeah, but here's like yeah. this guy coming, and it's it means something to him. Yeah, she she has spent her entire life as privileged as royalty, and she feels like she's been fighting the fight. But like it hasn't meant anything to her. It's it, right. you know, it's it's just been that thing she's had to do. But this is a guy who she didn't even realize she like she she resented, she didn't like, but it means something to her. Yeah. This mm-hmm. this thing that is her life and is and like on the outward she she wants to rule and stuff. Um, but it wasn't real for her. It right. was just that thing. Yeah. She's royalty. This guy lives lives it. it. Yeah. And and I can see that. Like Growing up in a religious family, we went to church all the time and stuff like that. I don't, I feel like Bo-Katan does where I'm like, okay, I see what I did. I understand it. I don't know if I believe it anymore. You know, like I, I, and, and I don't, I don't fault people who do believe it. Hey, if you believe it, awesome for you. If that's what you want, that's great. And I think she's now seeing more of that where before she was like, you guys are religious zealous. You guys are nuts. Um, but now that she's seeing how much it means to him and that she was attached to it, she's like, okay, maybe there is another way of doing this is the way the Mandalore was for thousands of years. Just because I don't think it's the right way doesn't necessarily mean that it's not the right way. Right. Um, so we'll see where it goes with this, but I definitely think that this whole season is going to be a lot more religious undertones of the Mandalorian culture and religion with the helmet and all that stuff than it was season one and two were more Westerns and a lot of Western tropes. And now this is a lot of, a lot of religious stuff. And even screen ran even said on that, uh, green shard that, uh, the man, that, uh, the Mandalorian that Din found or that the, the scavenger had right written in it was one of the, books from the Bible, like a verse, a couple verses from the books from, from our Bible, uh, in, um, in Arabesh. Um, so they're really trying to lean into that. So it's very interesting. So the more you watch it, if you watch it again with that religious thought in the background, it really starts to make a lot more sense and whatever. So we'll see what happens. Um, and even with this, this here at the end, uh, when he said, this is the way it's the, it's to me, it was like the Mandalorian version of may the force be with you. Sure. You know, like Jedi's, they say, may the force be with you. Mandalorians say, this is the way. Or like, peace be with you. Peace be with you. you. And also with you. Yeah. Like like it's religious undertones. Yeah. All those religious undertones. So it was pretty interesting. And then even when he's like, he goes in to bathe in the holy water. He says the creed. He says the creed. I swear on my name and the name of my ancestors that I shall walk the way of the Mandalore 
and the words of the creed shall be forever forged in my heart. And then he slips. And then he slips like off the like, step. When she goes to find him, it's not like there's any tentacles holding him. No. Like the, the, the big scary thing was sleeping. Yeah. So so he just slipped. He slipped like, <laughs> and, and he, he fell. And he fell underwater. Underwater very, and, very far. And, and like, got knocked unconscious? Yeah, like I was like, wait, because the, the, uh, the mythosaur didn't have him. No. I mean, like, again, it just seemed like the mythosaur was chilling. Yeah, it was just like watching him. Like, it was just like a giant elephant, just like, hmm, keeping an eye on you. Yeah. Like, did he, and all we've ever seen was that the skull of the mythosaur, mm-hmm. so we don't know what the rest of it looks like. Did he grab, uh, apparently, like, what you want, what they want you to believe is that he somehow grabbed. the mythosaur grabbed him and, and yanked him, him and drug him all the way down to the bottom. And, you know, let's take away all the science fiction aspects of it. He's going to have the bends. I, that's, I wrote that down. <laughs> like, like, that's going to mess him up, man. <laughs> I was like, one of them is going to get the bends. I mean, because- I, I, you can argue that she's going in and she pressurized her helmet and there's enough in there that, you know, it's it's futury, so it, it yeah. counts for that. He, 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 he wasn't prepared. He wasn't he prepared was gonna for that. He was going to take a leisurely bath. Uh-huh. And he got sucked like... 400 meters down below water. Yeah. That dude's going to get the bend. He's going to get the bend. <laughs> I, that's exactly the same thing that I wrote. It's so funny. Oh, um, so, yeah. So, you know, she saves him. He gets, somebody gets the bends. Who knows? Yep. And then, like we said, we saw the giant mythosaur at the end. We His, saw the head. We, we saw we the saw head. Him move. And it, it, I, we didn't get a good, clear look, but it looks like it's going to be pretty rad. Yes. Um, the question is, are they going to tame it? Right, so that's that's what, you know, the legend is that the Mandalore mm-hmm. tamed the Mythosaur, right. and that's how he became the Mandalore, was right. by taming the Mythosaur. So is somebody going to throw a harness on the back of it and attach I mean, we their, saw Boba Fett tame their, a Rancor. Right. So it now, took them a while. So they, they're just going to one-up each other. On season two of Book of Boba Fett, you know, you know, like in episode <laughs> five when they're trying to get away from the TIE fighters and they hide in the cave that isn't a cave? Right, yes. That's what's next. That's what's next. Boba's going to tame a giant, he's gonna tame uh, a giant hand puppet mass- in space. <laughs> <laughs> An asteroid oh, hand puppet. That's oh. what he's going to tame next. Um, oh, Bill Power wrote way too way ways. What? What's going on, Bill? What are you saying? It just says way too way ways. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Anywho, um, but yeah. So then it ends with with uh, her saving him, them jumping out of the water, and him getting the bends. And we don't know what's going to happen next. Or uh, so, somebody's going to have to tame the mythosaur and then become the Mandalore. It's going to be Grogu. It's going to be Grogu. And I thought when she picked up the dark saber and was wielding it like nobody's business, I thought she was going to be like. It's mine now. It's mine now. And as soon as he picked it up to like put back on his belt, they and they made a point to like show that he was doing it. Yeah. But that was it. Like I thought she was gonna like protest, or I thought he was gonna give it to her. No, nah, I'm just gonna put this back. I'm now. just gonna put it back. I put mine now. I click my jetpack on. I put my dark saber on my on my belt. Going for a swim. See Going ya. for a swim. That's right. Also, one the the grievous character. I'm gonna call him Steve. Steve. Steve Evil Guy. He's a good name. Uh have you watched um Danger Will Robinson, the uh, what was the name of that show? The Will that was Robinson. Lost in Space. Lost in Space, the new Lost in Space that's on Netflix. No, I'm not. Okay, so he sounds and moves around a lot like the new robot in okay. the new Lost in Space. The last Lost in Space I saw had Joey Tribbiani in it. 
Oh, you, you the, saw in the, like the 2000s, the 2000s like that, movie? That Matt LeBlanc yes. lost in space. Oh, my God. That was horrible. Oh, it was so yes. bad. It was so bad. So the the new newer, I mean, they've had like four or five seasons sure. now. Um, but that's that um, one is more realistic than the Joey Tribbiani sure, one. Sure, sure. <laughs> As it tends to be. As it tends to be. But the uh, the droid in that, that, the robot in that definitely sounded and looked a lot like the Grievous robot to me. I was like, wow. They, uh, so they're they, taking some inspiration. Taking from, some inspiration. Yeah. And the Green Planet reminded me of Mandalore. no or, uh, S- superman's planet yeah, uh, krypton, krypton yeah. reminded me of krypton i'm like okay what color the sun is out there i know is it a red sun or is it an orange we sun? don't know we don't know yeah so uh, maybe i was that's like, how okay. the mythosaur gets its power maybe he gets it from the red sun maybe there you mythosaur go. is uh kal-el confirmed it is confirmed yeah. you, heard you heard it here, here first, first. <laughs> that's, that's it we broke the news live uh so morgan says can you see that this is a random question and i don't know if you're Talked about it before. Coolest, most uh, favorite Easter egg in the Star Wars media that you've consumed. Coolest Easter egg in any Star Wars that we have consumed. Um, that's a tough one. I mean, there there are so many Easter eggs that occur that it's yeah. it's almost hard to think of one that's like the best. Right. Um, I mean, I like the subtle, but not like I like when I see things like in. In the background, I like, you know, how we saw a Mandalorian armor set in, you know, the bad guy in Rogue One's uh, or uh, Solo's gallery. Okay. And also in Andor, Andor, yep. a lot of the yep. this stuff in that shop in Andor was a lot of fun Easter eggs. Um, I think Skippy the Jedi droid might be one of my favorite Easter eggs. I think until this episode. Yeah, and now he's just kind of... Now he's, yeah. And, and, and... I think they're best when they're like hidden in the back when it's just Oh, you know what might be the best just because of exactly what you're saying right now? The ice cream maker. Yes. Like the fact that the ice cream maker was brought back to bring in the Beskar. Yes. It made perfect sense to like have that come back mm-hmm. as an item. It is like the iconic Easter egg of that stupid ass Wilro Huff, whatever. Right. Yeah. Running around with his running ice around cream with maker. his ice cream maker. Yeah. Um, and you know it doesn't call attention to itself. No, no one. No. There's no wink at the camera. There's no. no like, it's just hey. This here is it is. This. Here's a Camtono. And, and anyone who like, knows what it is is going. I know that. And anyone yeah. else is just like, oh look, it's a lot of Beskar. It's yeah. There's a lot of Beskar inside yeah. of there. So I think that one. I like that. Yeah. I let. That's a good answer. I do like that one. That, that good, answer. Good, good answer. answer. good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Let's see if Survey says, <laughs> Mama. Uh, survey says some sort of uh, genitals <laughs> reference. <laughs> and then Steve Harvey does this for five minutes. Oh, I can't believe. I okay. can't believe oh. it. There was the best episode of that was the one, another name for mother. And the lady goes, Mama. So goes up, Mama's up there. And then he goes to the next lady. Another name for mother. Mommy. Good answer. And he's like, Good answer. <laughs> He's like, okay, the same thing as Mama. Okay. Mama? Uh, and then he, like, stops the whole show. He's like, like, they show, like, the outtakes. It's yeah. only outtakes. He's like, it doesn't matter at this point. He goes, we're going to cut all this out. <laughs> we're just going to have one or two mamas, and then we're going to go on. Yep. He's like, you're saying the same thing. <laughs> you got to say something else. And then she goes, Mama. And he's like, okay, mama, is mama up there? <laughs> How about mother? How about mother? Yeah. How about, mm, yeah, I How about said, Momo? I or... said mama. That's <laughs> bad. This is, this is what we're saying. 
But um, yeah, so, so yeah, that brings us to the end of our tale for the that week. That does bring us to the end um, of the tale. Our good Steve so Harvey the good, tale. The, yes, right. The good thing is that you know this didn't put a bow on anything. You know, it left no. us in a bit of a cliffhanger, yes. but that's what they they usually have three episode arcs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it, you know we're gonna wrap up on Mandalore. I would imagine next time. Um, and we saw the previews. Uh, oh, by the way, when Grogu used the force on the guy and he went flying out. Yeah. And then he lands and he's squiggling around a little bit. And then when Grogu comes out with this thing, he's gone. Oh. So not only did he th- propel him backwards, but then he somehow also made him disappear. Well, you you did hear Darth Vader talk about no disintegrations. Right. That's because he knows that the force is a powerful thing. Is a very powerful and thing. And so... What Grogu did when he's used a very rare technique called the, <laughs> called the force push, wait five seconds, and then disintegrate. And then disintegrate. It's like, yes. it's like the, what is the thing from Kill Bill? The, uh, oh, oh my gosh. Something, something, yeah. and touch of death where uh-huh. it's fine. If you if you just stay in that one spot for the rest of your life, you can live to a ripe old age. But the second you take 10 steps, you die. You die. That's yeah. It. That's what he does. Except That's with what he does. With, with sin- you just disappear. He's gone. Then. He's gone. So there we go. Snapped. He's got the he's got the infinity gauntlet. <laughs> he does. He, he has all the stones. He has all the stones. All right. Well, I think that's enough for tonight. I think you're right. My, I'm tired. Yes, I'm tired as well. <laughs> How long are they going? This seemed like we we talked uh, for a bit. Hour and twenty five minutes. Right. Yeah. It's, not, it's not much longer than usual. No, we usually go about that much. Yeah, we're pretty round um, normal time. But yeah, you know, uh, we're gonna have more Mandalorian next week, and I'm not gonna have a show that I'm conducting next week. So, so it'll be very nice. It's gonna be exciting, right? So check us out next week wherever you get your podcast and or on YouTube. Check us out on the on the social medias. Check out all our friends from the Years Up podcast. On the social meds, check out Rob's beard, which is still here. Make sure you send donations to, to Rob's beard. Patreon. Yes. Uh, every cent of your donation goes to ensuring <laughs> that Rob keeps the beard. That's right. Uh, and That's also making sure that uh, all those folks over at Ears Up have as much sour cream as they need. They, they, and they need a lot of sour cream to Lots go on those Supreme Tacos. Lots of it. So, yes. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's been good from us here at Bantha Milk Podcast headquarters. We have spoken. We have spoken.